Welcome to Walking in the Word, Episode 9. If you have not already done so, you might like to read John chapter 2, verses 6 through 11 in preparation for today's visualization. Or you can listen in my scripture reading companion to this episode before we get started. If you'd like to do that, pause here now. I invite you to find a comfy place to relax. Let's take a few slow, deep breaths. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale and exhale. Jesus is once again extending his hand to you. And as you take it, we begin traveling back in time. Today we return to Cana in Galilee, where a wedding is taking place. Jesus, his disciples, and his mother are guests. We are invited too. In the last episode, we learned that Mary is concerned for the wedding family as they have run out of wine. Wine, being symbolic of Jehovah's blessing and joy, is now understood to have a deeper meaning than simply being a refreshment or beverage. There are six water pots of stone that we notice Jesus has his gaze fixed upon. These water pots are used to store water for the purification rites the Jews performed. Six water pots. The number six is in relation to the works of men. The Jewish custom of purification was based on their belief in the ability to cleanse themselves, to purify themselves through this ritual. Jesus commands that these pots be filled to the brim with water, as full as is possible. Jesus invites these servants to join him in his work. Once the servants are done and the pots are filled, Jesus steps in and performs his miracle. He transforms outward purification water into wine that will be consumed. The outward efforts of man to make themselves righteous changed by the miracle of God that works from within. Jesus isn't just doing something nice for his mother and this family, although that is part of his purpose. Jesus is revealing here the truth of his ministry through this miracle. No matter how much man 
may seek to purify himself, he cannot. One may be able to use water to bathe in and to get the dirt off of our hands, but we can never cleanse our hearts, our minds, and our intentions. Just as Jesus transforms this water into wine, he offers to transform us when we partake of him, receiving the gift of his blood poured out for the remission of sins. The symbolism of this miracle reveals the most beautiful desire of God to transform us from the inside out that in consuming and taking him, the creator, the sustainer, the source of life into ourselves, we become new, cleansed, healed, and whole. After transforming this water into wine, Jesus instructs the servants to take some to the master of the feast. We watch this take place and wait in eager anticipation because we know what has happened. As the master of the feast takes the cup and sips, his eyes become brightly opened and an expression of surprised joy lights up his face in delight. He immediately calls to the bridegroom. It's customary for people to set out the good wine first, and once the guests have had plenty, the inferior wine is served. But you kept the best wine for last, he exclaims. In a world where the best is served and expected first, we've been conditioned to expect immediate gratification, a quick fix, instant beauty, fast food, a pill to take away all ills immediately. I wonder if part of the lesson in this Bible account is that God is not in the hurry that we seem to be. God often saves the best things for last. The God who creates and serves the best wine at the end of the party teaches us that through patience, where we receive a greater reward. Take some time today and consider what you may need for Jesus to transform in your life. As you receive him into those places, ask him to begin that work, the work that through patience and perseverance brings lasting change, a transformation truly 
with celebrating. As we think about these things, imagine that God is working this truth through you, working his transforming power in every part of your being. Because he is in us and we are his chosen ones, according to Colossians chapter 3, verses 12 through 15, imagine that God is beginning to work through us, his holy and beloved, beginning at the very top of your head. He pours in his compassion. And that compassion works all the way down through our minds, through our eyes. We are able to think with compassion toward others. We're able to see others through his eyes. We smell and speak. And we're speaking compassionate, kind words to others and to ourselves. That compassion flows down through us and kindness meets compassion. It flows down into our neck, down and surrounds our heart, flowing all the way through our chest. The kindness and compassion of God becomes one with us as we take him in, into our hearts, into our minds. Kindness flows in, down, through us. And humility meets kindness all the way down into our bellies. Humility flows down through our shoulders, into our arms, down to our elbows, out to our wrists, and into our fingers. That humility gives us the ability to serve others. Meekness begins at the base of our neck, down our backs. And we are gentle and meek. We are not all about ourselves. We care about others and we care about Jesus. We want the best for other people, too. Patience meets meekness. In the middle of our back and blowing down into the lower back, patience is working its good work within us. We're not anxious about things that we need to do or anything that we need to have happen. Instead, patience works its good work within us. 
and it allows us to bear with one another, that we forgive each other as the Lord has given, forgiven us. And that forgiveness flows down through our hips and thighs and into our knees. We forgive others so easily. And that forgiveness is turning into love. And love flows all the way down from our knees and into our feet. Everywhere that we go, everything that we do, everyone that we meet, we have this love put on, on our feet. We have love all the way flowing through us from our head to our toes. And it binds all of these things together in perfect harmony. It allows the peace of Christ to rule in our hearts. We have peace with God. We have peace with ourselves. And we have peace with others. Because of this, God's wonderful thankfulness flows in through us and out to everyone we meet. Love and thankfulness, gratitude. All of the word of Christ is flowing through you and dwelling in you in every way. Let's take a few more slow, deep breaths. Inhale. And exhale. Inhale, exhale, inhale, and exhale. I'm so glad you're on this journey with me, friends. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you haven't done so yet, please subscribe to these podcasts so that you receive them weekly and share them with someone else who might need to know all of the goodness that God has for us, all of the love and tender compassion and joy that he wants us to experience. I hope you have a truly blessed week, friends. Take care.